look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on uh, 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Uh, flu season's upon us again. Um, you know, and it's, it, it's been a bit of a rough one by all estimations, or at least it's predicted to be. I mean, how, how was that, that last shot workout for you there, my friend? <laughs> it's good. I haven't got it yet. You, yet. Yet. But I heard it didn't work as well. I don't know. We're going to find out. We've okay. got uh, Dr. Craig uh, Jen, uh, Jenny joining us today. He's assistant professor. He's also uh, where he's at the Department of Microbiology and Infectious Diseases at the University of Calgary. I can't imagine how big that card is. Uh, Dr. Jenny, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Okay. Sorry, I just butchered that whole thing. I'll, <laughs> I, I, I get it on the way out, I promise. <laughs> um, the point is that uh, you know a little bit of something about, uh, about infectious diseases, the flu, and shingles and these kinds of things, and that's really what we want to focus on. Uh, maybe we can start off with the flu, and I want to just get your sense. Uh, you know, you heard Faisal's comment about, uh, about the shots this year and about, uh, at least I've heard that it's a pretty severe uh, or a potentially severe flu going around. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect when flu season peaks and uh, what we can do about it. Yeah, so, so this year it is a, a pretty bad flu. Um, we're seeing, unfortunately, a lot of people in the hospital and even, a, unfortunately, a lot of uh, fatalities because of it. Um, as far as peak, we're probably coming up to it if, if we're not in it right now. So the, the cases are still coming in, but we're hoping it started a little earlier this year. Hopefully this is around the peak and it'll start tapering off. So uh, heading into the peak, what is, is Faisal's understanding uh, correct? I mean, I did get a flu shot. Uh, my girls got a flu shot. But we have heard that the, uh, the flu shot perhaps wasn't as effective this year as it has been in past. So did we get a different strain than what we were expecting? Uh, it's not entirely clear yet. We'll have to you know, go through the data at the end of the season. But I think what is already emerging is, is yeah, it's maybe not as protective. We're not sure why. Um, but that's for only one flu strain. So one thing to remember is a flu shot in Alberta is made up of multiple strains. And it's actually a really good match for the influenza B and the H1N1 that's still mixed into that flu shot. So influenza B is coming up right now. And the current shot is, a, is an excellent match for that. So you're recommending that people should go out and still get it? Like, I haven't got Absolutely. it, so should yeah, I do it? Or? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's some really interesting uh, data that came out earlier this year showing uh, senior citizens that get the flu shot every year, even in years where there's a complete mismatch, still have protection. So they'll get the flu, but they won't get as sick, um, fewer hospitalizations, fewer deaths, even if it's a complete mismatch, because it reminds a different part of your immune system that doesn't block you from getting sick, but helps you get better faster. Oh, interesting. So what was this the strain between, or what's the connection that we've heard between the shot and Alzheimer's disease. I'm going to quickly go there, and then I'll come back to the real topic, though, because I just heard about this yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't think there's uh, a lot of hard evidence on that. Uh, we, we often hear these things come up. The other ones were with measles, mumps, rubella, and autism. I mean, those links have been clearly disproven. So, you know, what we do know is we've been using the same flu formulation now for, for more than a decade um, and very safe. So, so I want to I change topics for just a second. We've talked about the flu before, and I think we've given a, a quick highlight again, and we've certainly yeah, got that's a important. recommendation yeah. about what to do. But um, shingles. Uh, shingles yeah. is something we're he hearing a little bit more about, um, and I want to talk a little bit about that. Maybe you can start with just a, a definition or help us understand what shingles is. 
Okay, well, shingles is basically, if you've ever had chicken pox in your life, yeah. when you get rid of chicken pox, the virus actually still hides and lives in your body. And as you get older and your immune system sort of gets a little weaker, uh, or as just time goes by, sometimes that virus can reactivate. Okay. And then that causes this outbreak on your skin, which is extremely painful, itchy, uh, in, in many ways very debilitating. So it's, it's effectively the chicken pox virus. Exactly, yeah. So if you've had chicken pox in your life, you're now at risk of shingles. Okay. Hmm. Um, now, we understand, um, at least I think I understand, that there, there has been a vaccine for shingles in the past, but there's a new vaccine available on the market. So first question is, should people... If I, th- I was always under the impression that if you if you had chicken box, you're not going to be uh, susceptible to that again, right? You've got an, an an immunity to that, but clearly shingles is something slightly different, or it's not the case. So yeah. dispel that, and should we get vaccinated against the shingles? Okay, so so first, why do we get it if if we've got immunity to chicken pox? Yeah, um, basically, your immunity is why you don't get shingles when you're 20. Uh, so the immunity keeps it in check. But unfortunately, you know, as we get a little older, our immune system always needs a, a reminder. Um, and we used to get that all the time. When we had kids that had chicken pox, mm. they would remind our immune system. But now fewer children have chicken pox. So we're getting fewer reminders and our immune system doesn't get that boost. Okay. So unfortunately, it, it fades a little faster now and it fades in more people. So we're seeing more shingles. As far as whether to get the vaccine, um, the vaccine seemed quite effective. So there are two out there, one that's been out for a little while. Um, it works fairly well, um, but what was really clear in that one was it didn't work in older people. So once you got above 65, 70, it, was, it, it worked, but not as well. Right. The new one is specifically designed to, to work even in those age groups, so it's much more efficient in, in older patients. Um, should you get vaccinated? Um, it, they seem effective. Uh, thankfully, I've never had shingles, um, but my friends and colleagues that have have said it's, it's extremely painful. Uh, and if they could avoid it, they absolutely would do it. So we know it's a safe vaccine. We know it has pretty good efficacy. So I, my recommendation, I think, is is definitely talk to your doctor about getting one. So my my buddy over here, he's uh, he's turning a half a century. Whoa, whoa! That's so a big is that number. the age? Whoa. Is that the number? Is that that the age group where he should be? Whoa, like, should I should I buy that about for that out loud? Gee. Okay, so that he's turning fifty now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should I get him that for Christmas? Like, is that is that my best gift to give him? Is some, a vaccine for? I think by guidelines, that's still going to be a little bit early. That, that's definitely talk to your physician. So I've got friends here at work that have had shingles in their 30s. So, hmm. you know, we have guidelines where we protect the most patients or, or we're dealing with the disease as we know it. Um, but, so what's know, that the, guideline? What's the age that up, people should be really going into the doctors? And- I would be, at 50, I'd be talking to your doctor. All right. and, and go with their recommendation, right? So it's going to depend, have you had chicken pox? Have you, you know, okay. things like that. So you know, it's a personal case-by-case um, evaluation, um, but it's absolutely something at this point to to put on the table and have a discussion about. Happy birthday, Dave. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, listen, Dr. Jeannie, <laughs> would you guys pick up the pace on that, that youth pill that you're supposed to be coming yeah, up with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't wait too much the, longer. Hey? Yeah, I'm still hoping for the needle-free vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Okay, listen, I want to thank you very much for your uh, for your time and your input uh, and recommendations. So we are hitting the peak. Let's just remind everybody that, uh, you know, talk to your doctor about whether or not you should get a flu vaccination and yeah, whether you're in that work. high-risk We're group. We're still recommending get it. Yeah, yeah, it's still working. The other flu strains are out there, and it protects against those for sure. And for all you old farts like me, I guess it's time to start talking about the shingles vaccination too. Listen, yeah. thanks very much, uh, Dr. Jeannie, for your time today.
Anytime, guys. All right. We've been doing, uh, joined by Dr. Craig Genie. He's Assistant Professor, Department of Microbiology, Immunology, and Infectious Diseases at the University of Calgary. Um, you know, the healthcare uh, bucket, right, uh, whether we're young or old, I mean, our focus is with people that are transitioning to living in retirement. And so they tend to be, as we get older, entering into some of those high-risk groups, right? We should have maybe asked about why the difference is, you know, 65 versus 20. I guess it's maybe just the weakness of your immune system. But the fact is, things change. Yeah, and the concern about your health becomes more a reality. Not only are you experiencing changes to yourself, but you're seeing your peer group uh, with their experiences are going to affect you. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure that you've protected yourself on the quality of care. And so as people transition or live in retirement, one of their concerns is, will I be able to have the quality of care that I want when I retire? Does my financial resources uh, support that? And so that's going to be part of the conversation on Tuesday, January 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seat. So give us a call at 966-8400-966-8400 or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. You know, uh, the the takeaway from this, you're kind of, you're bugging me about 50 and you know that that 50 for me, I maybe it's, there's always a, a birthday that catches people's attention. 50 is the one that's got my attention. And I, the one thing that's caught my attention, Faisal, is I think it's, um, um, you've got to be an active participant now, right? I'm thinking about healthcare, right? So yeah. I'm thinking about what he's talking about. You have to be an active participant. In it. I'm not, I, I, I've lost my immortality. <laughs> Right when I was 25, whatever, do whatever, you know, get a flu shot, not get a flu shot. You yeah. know, chances are so low anything's going to affect you because you're just, you know, your immune system's You're good. aware more now. Yeah. yeah. Well, but now it's there's no layups, right? So you got to make some conscious choices about health um, and you got to think a little bit uh, a bit more, but it definitely becomes a bigger part of the planning cycle. Like when we talk to people about retirement, that healthcare becomes an asset class that they that they cherish. And that they want to protect to make sure that they can enjoy those, those years. Okay, um, listen, before we take a break here, I want you to uh, think a little bit about if you're a business owner, we're going to talk about a novel way to sell your business if you're hoping to retire. Stick around for that. You're on 770 CHQR and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.